Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, I just spit everywhere, teardrops and toy <laughs> haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicles, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations, all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. My computer was shit yesterday. Now I just spit all over it. Maybe this that makes it better. Definitely just... Good. Maybe that's all it needs is just a little, sp- some of your spit. A little downtown lube action on there. Exactly. Be ready to go. Uh, today is going to be a weird show. We're going to get into our NFL picks. Uh, a good little slate of games on Sunday. And, of course, don't forget about those games tomorrow. This is a great football weekend, as the first weekend of October should be. Mm-hmm. It's officially spooky season. Yeah. Are you nervous? Maybe we should yep, start the show there. fucking is what I got to say. I'm just so <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Man, that was genuine. That was a genuine scare. I've not is not expecting a dog to be barking in my ears. I don't know you're afraid of dogs. I'm not. You know what? Are you ready to let the dogs out? <laughs> God, that was like my favorite song as a kid. Like we, us being the boys, we're like who let the dogs out? Who, who? And I'd be like, I fucking did. Oh, uh, I can't wait till we're streaming this show so I can scare the shit out of you and people can actually see your reactions. Yeah, and you learned something about me last night. I hate the scream mask. Yeah, that's the reason why I hate Spooky Season. That movie, alone. that movie, Scream, because like, it for you. like it shows you like what other scary movies do, right? Like how things kind of work mm-hmm. out or whatnot. But then they're in the movie theater watching a scary movie, and everyone's got the same mask on, and then there's two people that are actually murderers, and they kill people there. And it's like I gotta watch that movie again. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. So like the first time I saw, it, I was like, man, I'm not trusting anybody in a freaking costume. I feel so like every- it's getting more popular. Or popular again. I think it is. So many people have been talking to me about this movie. I Or I saw tweets the other day that was like, what's your favorite scary movie? I said The Notebook. Um, <laughs> but like a lot of people had replied Scream on there. I just, I can never rewatch Yeah, it. so like I, being, even as a kid, like growing up, it's like I see people trick-or-treating. I was like, which one of you assholes is actually a murderer right now? Where's the knife? Exactly. I know you got a like knife, Like going kid. through a corn maze. In the uh-huh. middle of a field at night. Like, it's like, oh, man, it's going to take you, like, an hour and a half to get through this thing. And it's like, you got to go through an actual cornfield. I was like, which motherfucker has been just waiting in the corn, ready to kill somebody? And I'll tell you what. When I was in college, a lot of those had happened in Oklahoma. And I was like, there's going to be some idiot that does it in Springfield, and it happens to me and my friends. That's going to suck. And everyone's like, you know, it's fine. It just adds to it. I'm like, bullshit. Like the corn maze stuff? Or yeah. like a haunted house? Like, the haunted house with through a corn maze. Like oh, you'd okay, have to yeah. walk through the cornfield to get to the random. I thought house. you were talking about like the ones that like I take my kids to. Oh no, like man. The these ones are much more stuff. extreme. Okay, I yeah. got you now. The haunted house stuff. Yeah, when it's light out, like hey, that's that's a fair fight. I don't when know it's if there dark. was a movie or something where it was like, oh, a guy has disguised himself as one of the workers. He's actually killing people. Or maybe it's just one of those like. I think the same thing stories. with haunted houses. Like, yeah. which one of you is actually not a thing on the bed that just automatically sits up and screams, yeah. and you get out of the bed and kill me? <laughs> we should do a live stream we of uh, Haunted House. That would be good content, but I would probably die. Mm-hmm. I went The last time I went to a Haunted House, they had, like, black lights everywhere, which was kind of cool. The girl I was with had contacts in, 
and I don't know what's up with the contacts, but it turned her contacts white, like very bright, like a black light does with yeah. white, <laughs> but it turned her contacts white. Creepy as shit. Couldn't even look at her. Like, I, mm-mm. You're not getting looked at this trip. <laughs> no, no. If somebody needs sacrifice, sorry, you're getting pushed in front of me. And I'm real bad about, like, keeping my hands in front of me, and then if, something, if someone, like, does jump out at me, I push. And it's just like, get the fuck away Escape. from me. Yeah. <laughs> Fight! <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> right. So it's like, I have to keep them, like, I have to focus on keeping them down by my side, so I'm constantly... Walking through with like my shoulders shrug. I ain't. I already ain't got no neck. <laughs> already ain't got no <laughs> neck. It <laughs> gone. <laughs> what is that triple negative there? <laughs> it's so just it's like a big country. Anytime I get scared, I just like shoot my arms down. I'm just like, Ugh! like you did right going. there when I barked at you. Exactly. Hey, that was a pretty good dog bark though. That was. Can you do it again? <laughs> That's not Sometimes bad. Sometimes you gotta let the big dog eat. <laughs> 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 Big George Bulldog fan over here. Yeah. Uh, it, you know what? I should correct myself because I fucked up again on that game. It's not in Fayetteville. Why do I think every game is in fucking Fayetteville, Arkansas? I thought it was. It's not. It's I in Georgia. I thought that's what the schedule said. I'm, I read it to you. So that is really my fault. messed up. So I can't even like look quickly at where games are being played. But I thought I, I mean, swore that that game was in Fayetteville. So I don't know if the website I was using messed up or what happened, but uh, the guys that I was standing huh. at the bar with last night were like, no, it's in, it's in Georgia. Which makes sense why they're favored by 16 like, yeah, and one, a half. One, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Two, maybe just shoot me a text and be like, hey, dumbass, that game is actually in Georgia. Which does make more sense. Yeah. It's like an 18 and a half point spread. But I'm still going to take Arkansas to cover that spread, even though it's in Athens, Georgia. And I feel bad because I was talking to people about it at the bar last night, too. Yeah. that's Like, yeah. dude, this is going to be a cool game. I can't believe Georgia's favored by so much in Fayetteville because that crowd's nuts. Oh, I was talking to some some of the guys, and they're like, why aren't we going to that game? It's just because for us, it's like two hours away. Yeah. It's like, Georgia's coming to Arkansas, and nobody thought about like maybe getting tickets for it. Well, the reason why is because it's actually in Georgia, so it's not going to be close to us. At all, but we did have a, had ourselves a mighty good time last night watching the Bengals and Jaguars game, which it was honestly a lot better game than I thought it was going to be. Same. And I, I know that we've had some listeners kind of call us out on my hatred for Urban Meyer. I thought the Jaguars played much better last night. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, no interceptions. They stayed right there within the game. I think this is a moral victory <laughs> for the Jaguars, and that is kind of a slap in the face, but... Things did look better against the Bengals. And the Bengals were a team that we were kind of talking about, like, trying to figure out who they are. Like, if they would have really beat the brakes off the Jaguars, I would have looked at them and thought, man, this this might actually be a good team. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm kind of thinking they're back to being the same old Bengals that I've always known them as. Yeah, and I mean, they they did pick up the win, which is nice, and they continue to sit atop the AFC North. For now, we're four weeks into the season. The one thing I liked about the Jaguars, though, is that I didn't feel like they tried to do too much. Like outside of what they're comfortable yep. with, like it didn't feel like Trevor Lawrence was put in any positions of how do I handle this, and I think that's really smart by Urban Meyer, and I think that's really good for the Jaguars, especially on a short week where it's like, hey, there's no need to try and get fancy here. Like here's just the basics. This is what the game plan is. Let's make it as simple as possible and go in and take care of business. And you almost picked up a win. I mean, you started the game 14, 14 nothing going into the second half, and then Cincinnati kind of got everything rolling, but. I didn't think it was a bad performance by Jacksonville whatsoever. No, and I think with Trevor Lawrence, he's you know, he's been the hero, he's been the guy 
at every stop. Mm-hmm. So, like, in high school, he could, you know, take some risk, make a throw, and be like, oh, it, it worked. Mm-hmm. In college, he was even able to do it a little bit. Uh, trying to bring that to the NFL, it didn't take very long, I think, for him and the coaching staff to realize you can't just throw everybody. You can't be that gunslinger. It's yeah. okay to check down sometimes. And I think that that was very obvious last night, that he wasn't trying to, you know, uh, make a big 30-yard throw every time. Mm-hmm. You could see, like, oh, all right, that's coverage. I'm not going to do that this time. I mean, you can still be the hero. It's just not in the way that you're used to being it. Yeah. Like you said, like, be able to be the hero that manages a football game for now until you learn when and when not to take risks. And I believe it was yesterday, the day before, I was asking, like, hey, with Jacksonville here, what's up with LaVisca Chanel? Like, why is he not as involved with this offense or team like we thought he would be? Well, last night he was for six receptions and almost 100 yards. That's what you like to see. And they went to him on a lot of key downs, too. Uh, so that's nice. And for him to be a focal point of this offense, I think is going to be huge for them moving forward. Yeah, he is a guy that uh, yourself and a lot of other people, too, have always talked about how he is the perfect fit mm-hmm. for that offense and what Urban Meyer wants to do. And he's such a thickly built receiver that he can get involved in some of those little jet sweep, pop pass things. And uh, my guy, uh, Tyler Boyd, also had another really good game last night. Uh, he's on my fantasy team. Oh, my God. I didn't realize he had that good of a game. Shit. He did. And Everyone's then this tight end that comes Luzman, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it scores two touchdowns. I don't think I'll be picking him up in my fantasy team. But uh, it was cool to see. And it was a good game. I have been known to kind of shit on the Thursday night matchups, especially when it's Jaguars-Bengals. <laughs> but it was good. Uh, also was able to catch some of the Miami and Virginia game last night, too, which like kept stealing my attention. And I can't believe that it did, but – uh, Miami misses a field goal late that could have won that game for him. Hit the old uh, just, upright, didn't they? Yeah, just such a, a Miami Hurricanes thing. Like, they, and their quarterbacks were out. They they kind of fight back in that game. But that that's football for you. But two good games on last night, a great slate of games on Saturday, and even the, some of these games that we're going to get into on Sunday are, are very good too. But I did want to touch up on some other topics and revisit the Joel Embiid Ben Simmons drama that continues to grow almost every day and it really feels like Ben Simmons sorry Joel Embiid he's just over it yeah I, I think that he had some like nice things to say about like oh we want Ben Simmons back I don't think that this is done yet we can still win and then as soon as Ben Simmons didn't report to camp he's like nope gloves are off don't care anymore <laughs> uh, this dude should be here it's kind of disrespectful that he's not I read a couple more of his quotes of saying, like, guys that are borderline in the NBA, they need to be on a winning team because as long as you're on a winning team, you can find your way in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, those those guys who are floating between the G League and the NBA, as long as you're on a winning team, maybe you'll catch on with a different team. And I get it. And I like Embiid, so I kind of side with him. I don't like Ben Simmons, but it also feels like, this is just – it's not going to go away. It's going to get bigger and bigger. I don't know what the 76ers are waiting for. Uh, maybe they don't have any trade partners. But I, I did like that Embiid kind of started being a little more honest about some of his takes for Ben Simmons. And even, like, you're a Heat fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Embiid was like, uh, you know, we let Jimmy Butler go so Ben Simmons could have the ball in his hand more. 
And it even would be like, and I think that was a mistake. Right. Everyone was wondering, I was like, why in the world are they letting this guy go? Yeah, especially looking back at it now. Because he led them to the playoffs. Like, he's the guy that helped kind of get everything rolling for them again. And I was like, well, hey, thanks. See ya. And Jimmy Butler is, he's one of those guys that we were kind of talking about the other day. Of, you know, like a Russell Westbrook. You're not taking days off for practice. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not missing that. And it always felt like the 76ers weren't a good fit for him with that either. Yeah. It, maybe that well, I, was a Ben Simmons type thing. I think it 100% was because, I mean, we've heard people report in the past of, hey, he doesn't practice very hard. Like, he doesn't spend any extra time working on his shooting. So he's awful <laughs> at free throws. I don't know if he's ever worked in shooting. I mean, just to be that bad at free throws and to be that bad at shooting from behind the three-point line, which I understand is hard. That's a pretty deep shot. Like, this is your freaking job. Like, this is your livelihood right here. And you're just like, nah, man, I'm from Australia. I went to LSU. I got ladies in L.A. I live in Philadelphia. I play basketball, and I make millions of dollars. But there's no motivation to be any better than that. Especially when it's something like, hey, just fix your shot. Yeah. It's like, hey, you got a couple extra hours instead of just sitting on your phone bullshitting. Uh Go shoot some hoops. Yeah. Tuck that elbow in. (laughs) It problem solved hey switch hands yeah <laughs> like that too yeah i heard ray allen on the dan patrick show yesterday talking about his shooting form which wasn't ever great and i think it was dan asking him, like has anybody ever tried to change your form he's like no not when it's going in <laughs> yeah ben simmons a little different not he, going in maybe time to switch it up i remember what the first time i was watching ray allen like really shoot i was like man okay like i want to become a good shooter like this and then i started trying to get everything in and just narrow and tight like he does. I was like, I can't fucking do that. That hurts. <laughs> Arms can't do that. Too broad. I don't – Jordan was always, like, had a sweet jumper when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But when I grew up at watching basketball, people really didn't shoot threes a whole lot. Like, Larry Bird was the guy that shot threes when I was a kid. Oh, I heard about but that. But he had a – even he had a weird – I say, like, oh, I heard about that. It was like, that's what everyone said, like, growing up. It's like, Larry Bird. Like, that was a deep – the deep shooter. Even with, you know, guys today, like, I hope these kids aren't trying to, like, model their game after Steph Curry. Or, like, not, oh, their, you not their game they are, because they yeah. are, but um, their shooting technique. Because like, even his isn't great. It's quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's quick and it is high. Like, that thing just leaves the camera and you're like, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. I still Bottom think Clay Thompson has some of the best shooting form I've ever seen. Yeah. It looks textbook. When that like his wide stance. Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple weeks ago, when I was when play basketball like at the high school that we grew up in, uh, I was like, "All right, Clay Thompson time," and I'm like, "I swear to God, like I had I had everything like right in the middle. I had my feet spread, right foot forward, just a little bit, and I, I swear to God, I hit eight threes in a row." And I was like, "Let's go, go to the game." Didn't make a single fucking one, <laughs> all pregame. You gotta eat. It's always the rule, man. If you're good in the pregame, you're going to be bad in the game. Yeah. You got to get those bad shots out in pregame. Well, when I, you're just thinking you're you going to miss the bad shots and you hit them. You intentionally in the pregame, like, I'm going to miss this shot. Yeah. In pregame, do a layup and it's just all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to do this one like reverse. And then I throw it off the bottom of the rim and I like, I look over and see the other mm-hmm. team looking at me. I'm like, all right. I used to try to, yeah, like clank them off the front of the rim, mm-hmm. stuff like Run that. Run at the basket too hard and just bounce it off the backboard so like none of my layups go in absolute terrible teams when i played oh yeah that's i used to do the if i ever talk about sports from high school know that it was 1a missouri (laughs) football basketball baseball and that we were the worst team in the conference yep every single year and me being 6'2 i was the tallest like i was the biggest kid 
right. in the grade, like in the class as well. So I always put all the big men's And then you look at other schools, and it's like, hey, uh, you're actually supposed to be like a point guard, like NBA. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> if you have any dream. I ain't got no chance. Of even going to play in college. Like, you can't be 6'2", in a sense. No, like, you got to be able to handle the ball. I've never been allowed to, so this no. is not good. <laughs> yeah, handle it in the post. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got some to, post moves for I you. I know what to do down here. got a here. sweet hook shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, – hook shots and hands i don't know i saw this the other day but we didn't talk about it this brewer's relief pitcher devin williams who in celebration punched a wall and is now going to miss the entire postseason like maybe if they make it to the world series he might be able to come back for that what an all-time dumb move and especially in celebrating. And, like, dumb high school kid me would never even do something like this. No. I've never been punch the wall guy. Or, like, a locker. Because like we had the mm-hmm. metal locker, so kids would be like, all right, man, let's get amped up for the game. And they'd, like, punch a headbutt. I was like, that's just fucking dumb. But, like, to just be excited and to go, my initial reaction to this is, like, hey, wall. You go full Andy Bernard. <laughs> punch <laughs> yeah. the wall. It's like, that's not drywall. Mm-hmm. That's brick. And then they send you to management class. Uh, it just... <laughs> Such a terrible move for the Brewers who are, have already clinched the NL, mm-hmm. or not the NL, the NL Central. But baseball, I saw the Braves finally clinch the NL East. I'm excited about getting playoff baseball started. Like these next couple days, only watching for home runs. Salvi tied the Royals yep. one. Big Royals fans here, 48 home runs. I need two more just meatballs right down this the weekend's it right for the regular season yep and then it's it ends on sunday yep okay so yeah three more games for him to hit two home runs i i'm pretty sure that the postseason teams are all locked up i don't except for the al wild card like the nl wild card it's locked up divisions are locked up mm-hmm. and the, but the al wild card it's still like the jays and the red sox just I, battling it out. I know we had it on the rundown the other day, but we didn't get to it. What in the world happened to the Padres? Right? To, like, be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're paying. It's so far back, too. I feel like they almost have a billion dollars on their payroll with everyone that's got all these contracts in mm-hmm. the, as much as they've signed mm-hmm. everybody for it. When they made those moves at the trade deadline, tried to make some other mm-hmm. moves at the trade deadline even, and it just never worked out for them. I mean, they're not even – they're below 500. Their record is 78 and 81. They're below 500 on the season. I mean, what do you do now? And it was like six weeks ago, I feel like, that we were talking about them and the Dodgers. Like, Yeah, like neck and neck. Who's going to win it? But I, I still can't believe the Giants are good at baseball again. It's really aggravating because I was like, I was kind of enjoying them sucking. And I thought Me they too. were this year. And then I started paying attention. I was like, oh, my God. They're actually really good. And then they add Chris Bryant at the deadline, yeah. and it's like, son of a bitch. Even at the beginning of the season, I, and I realized they were still playing good. It's like, well, okay, so are the Royals. Like, this <laughs> yeah. isn't sustainable. I think we actually said that. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> but here they are, still doing it. It's sustainable. We'll see what happens when, in the postseason, though. I think that's a whole different breed. And I, I still have like money on the Dodgers. They're just so damn good. Yeah. It's so loaded. And even doing it without Trevor Bauer, who I guess is just never going to come back. He might not be able to. <laughs> right? I, and creep. that's a, another weird situation. I mean, we talk about Deshaun Watson sometimes. Baseball facing its own little scandal with Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And then, you know, even a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about him, even like his teammates, like they don't want him back. I saw um, it's another, it was a TikTok video, so who knows how real it is. <laughs> but it was going back to Trevor Bauer and his time at UCLA. And like all of his teammates, even then, 
hated him. So he's always just been that guy. Yeah, at every stop, he's been that guy. Is he like just a douchier Bryson DeChambeau? Like, is this who this yeah. guy is? Yeah, they would probably be best I feel friends. like, so I shouldn't even say that. Like, Bryson DeChambeau, I just hated him because I was like this. He's just a big meathead playing golf. And he's like, oh, I'm going to hit 400-foot drives or 400-yard drives, which he, he granted, he does <laughs> often. Mm-hmm. He's actually kind of a good dude. You think? He's still kind of a douche. The Brooks like, Kepka thing sway you? Oh, that, and, like, I kind of looked at it, too. I was like, yeah, Brooks is successful. But like, Brooks is kind of being a douche, too, about it. I mean, they both are. It's just... With the hard eye rolls. And yeah, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, we're, we're better than that. You're you're both good golfers. Just, like, let's get over it. But it does add some drama to the sport, and mm-hmm. people love that. So, I'm sure at some point, they're like, let's just lean into this. It, that's exactly what I think, and I've always thought that. Of, like, maybe two guys that don't really get along... But then kind of took it and ran with it and maybe had some fun with it. There are some people who I don't like on this earth. Oh, I thought and you said in this podcast. I was like, Bob, there's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me. Yeah, shit. <laughs> but I can't imagine just like making up so quickly with them and being like, oh, yeah, we had dinner for the Ryder Cup, blah, blah, blah. It's like, or looking at the Olympic teams, you know, over the years. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan not even wanting Isaiah Thomas on the team at all. And, like, legitimately not allowing him. Like, not even not wanting him. Just being like, hey, if he's on the team, I am not. Like, well, sorry, I say you're not coming. Yeah. And so I, I always thought that it was a little bit for show with Kepka and DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they don't really like each other, but – or maybe they do, and they're just, like, like pro wrestling. Oh, we're going <laughs> to pretend to hate each other. It's good <laughs> for ratings. Uh, and then, you know, behind closed doors, it's, it's whatever. But it got people talking about golf. Boy, did it. And I, I think that they're going to do something with, like, the match. They'd kind of hinted at some things that are coming through. And even that, I think that, like, maybe this is just really good promotion. Yeah. It's like boxing. I mean, even with the last year, it was with, and it was Bryson and uh, Phil. And mm-hmm. Brooks was like, oh, I'm sorry, Tom Brady. Was it yeah, Brady? Yeah, he was yeah. He's like, I'm sorry it happened. And Phil Mix is like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that actually just won the PJ Tour here. So <laughs> I don't know why you guys are having this little scrap battle here on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I always kind of thought that it was for show. A lot of it for show. Maybe a little bit of, like, annoyance, but a lot of it for show. And we'll see what happens now after the Ryder Cup. Maybe now that they're not teammates anymore, they'll get back to, like, hating Hate you each again. other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I think that's enough baseball, uh, basketball talk, Let's and golf. Who knew we were going to talk about yeah. golf today? Mm. Usually when we talk about golf, it's just how bad we are at golf. I mean, it would be a beautiful day to go be absolute shit on a course right now. Except for it's supposed to rain, like, any time now. So, I mean, hey, you know, I love when people are talking about, like, oh, man, it's supposed to rain, not going to go golf. I was like, bub, we hosted a tournament during a monsoon. What did we host? A tournament? <laughs> a tournament. We did. What is it? But it wasn't, Mr. I don't know Unlimited. Was we did host a tournament. Yeah. I, I feel like we need to do that again in the spring. Yeah, we definitely. There was talk of doing it in the fall, but we kind of missed that. It's like we talked about it, and then I don't think any of us were like, well, <laughs> who wants to initiate the actual start of it? Yeah, it's a lot but, of work behind the scenes. Yeah, man, it really is. Especially when you're playing in a golf league. Uh, but how about some of our great sponsors? Definitely remember to go to gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. And don't forget about their live no-reserve auctions as well.
Bingo, first day of October. Welcome to it. Want to make sure you look good this month, guys. Be sure to go visit minersandmonroe.com. There's a location here in Pittsburgh where you can go in store and look at everything. If you're not, no worries. We got you covered. Like I said, minersandmonroe.com to visit their website and then use code MikedUp10 at checkout for 10% off. Yep, and like I said, we're going to get into our Pick'em games for this week, going through the whole Sunday slate of games, and starting with this one, the Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. Washington, the one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, and I, I'm i not going to pick the Falcons. I don't know if I will pick the Falcons at all this year. I, I, I Even they just beat the Giants. I don't correct? mean to leave a pause there, but, yeah, I mean, they did by three because the Giants just shitted themselves again. Mm -hmm. But even I picked the Giants in that one. I can't imagine there's anybody else on the schedule where I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I will definitely take the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Even at home, I'm just I don't think that they're a good football team. And until they prove me wrong, I'm gonna go with the Washington football team here. One and a half point favorite. I'm, I'm fine with that. And I'm right there with you. With this game being at Atlanta, there's no need to worry about the weather. But if you are curious at what the weather's like in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, excuse me, it's gonna be a nice crisp eighty one degrees. So enjoy that. Enjoy that stadium. I am taking Washington this football game as well. I just think that defense comes up and it's like, okay, hey, this is actually the really good defense we expected. They just played Buffalo last week, and they're a lot better than they were week one. Yeah, it's a young offensive line versus that young defensive line. So a lot of potential on both sides of the ball. But I don't know. I'm just I'm going with Washington. They should like give Antonio Gibson as many carries or touches as he can handle. Uh, 100%. I don't understand. Like, I know a lot of other people don't understand either why he's not more involved in – their scheme. Uh, I would think that you would want to get him as many touches as you can, especially with trying to bring in a new quarterback in Heineke, and we'll see what he looks like again against the Falcons. But I'm, I'm still sticking with Washington. Yeah, I am as well. It, it Just make it as easy as you can for Heineke. Let's get into the next one. The Houston Texans traveling to Buffalo to face the Bills, who are favored by 17.5 points. That's massive. That like that might be one of the biggest spreads I've ever seen in the NFL. I think the Chiefs had 20 against the Jets a couple years ago, and they hit on it. And I about shitted myself because I was like, that's ridiculous that you're beating a team. I, I need to stop saying that. I'm not shitting my pants. Nobody's shitting their pants. Oh, really? Are you? I'm not. Currently. <laughs> but I have. Uh, really? I have. Anything you need to confess? <laughs> No, but I mean, you're just over there like, oh, I'm not shooting my pants. I've shit my pants. Pretty. I don't know how to go off. Like, I don't know how to recover from that. Within the last calendar year, I've shit my pants. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I can remember. It was. Uh, we've worked. Like, we've been working together. This yeah. <laughs> it was the last October. Uh, just a little peek behind the curtain since that's where my brain's going today. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, was I sitting in the office with you and you're just like, hey, no, uh, no, I'm going to go home. And I'm it's like, all right, man, worse. have a good night. Be safe. Get um, home. I had been exposed to COVID and didn't realize it uh -huh. yet. And I went to grab some food, got something to eat, and then started thinking immediately like, man, my stomach doesn't feel right. <laughs> I was on the other end of town, though. And anybody who's had COVID knows those COVID shits are dangerous so i am on the other end of town going to get some food and then thought like stomach is not right and you're not a public bathroom kind of guy not for that situation number two mm -mm. and then i i tried to get home in time i didn't make it <laughs> oh my god 
Yep. And so it's Brother. the COVID shits. I feel like a lot more people probably have that problem. They just don't talk about it. Like problem care. shitting their pants? Like they have as an adult. Oh. They probably have. I know another friend that he's also, he's not afraid to be like, yep, one of the first dates I went on with my girlfriend, I uh, I sharded. Couldn't even make it to the movie. <laughs> I, it They're happens. married now though, aren't they? They are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you're over there like, oh, I don't shit my pants. Well, and this is one of those. I'm sorry, you're so cool. Man, this feels like one of those high school things where like a guy walks up and he's like, man, I don't even know. He's like, I got this. And he's like, what? Why do you have that? Like, we all got this. And you feel like you're left cool. out of the cool topic. Oh, yeah. You're not cool unless you shit Yeah, exactly. That's what this feels like. That's and now, really I, and now I'm just like, well, now I got to tell my shit, my pants shit. Hey, story. I never felt confident about it until like um, Big Cat from PMT uh-huh. would be like, yeah, I shit my pants. Again, it happened. And then when I shit my pants, I didn't feel so bad. It's like, yeah, you know, other people have this problem, too. <laughs> He could be absolutely lying about it. I'm not. That's 100% true. You're not a liar. That is for sure. <laughs> I also don't know why I decided to tell that on. I'm glad podcast. you did. I mean, now that I feel left out and uncool, <laughs> like I did in college, talked to my boss, <laughs> tried to sneak in a fart, and I shouldn't have trusted it. Should have known better. Never. I never. had fish and a sweet potato the night before for dinner because I was like, I'm going to be fucking healthy. And my body said, no, you're not. This leaked out. <laughs> That's disgusting. Back to Houston and Buffalo. Speaking of shitting, uh, <laughs> yeah. Houston, they are shit. I just I don't think they can beat Buffalo. The point spread is interesting, though, in this game. Houston's not maybe as bad as everybody thought they were going to be. We'll see what they look like with Davis Mills because I know they're they're losing watch. Like Nico Collins went to IR. You only have Brandon Cooks. The Buffalo Bills defense is going to be good enough to slow him down, and there's no one else for Davis Mills to go to. At the same time, like that's a huge spread. And I, I'm a little worried about Buffalo overlooking them. Exactly. Like, oh, it's the Texans. Somewhere kind of like Cleveland did, and it, Houston kind of hung in that game for a little bit. So yeah. I'm actually going to take Houston to cover. I am as well. So maybe Look we're both stupid. But <laughs> I, I'm taking them to cover that just because it's so many points. I still think Buffalo could win this game by like 14 points and put it away pretty yeah. early. And they've been playing very well. But I do worry about a little bit of a trap game against the spread to where maybe Houston can keep it close. I think they will. 17 and a half is just too much. Uh, next game on the slate, Detroit at Chicago. Chicago is the minus three favorite in this one. And I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. Especially I, after the way they looked last week. You know, it's almost every year. I know we've had a couple teams go defeated. But teams usually find a way to get a win. Mm -hmm. I think this could be the week for Detroit. And, I mean, they're so much better than what their record shows, too. Like, that's another – I shouldn't say so much better. They are better than what their record shows. Yeah. They've been in some close games. They hung with Green Bay for a half. And then that second half, like, we'll just props to Green Bay for that. But then after seeing what Chicago did last week, getting less than 50 total yards of offense, and you come in here and say they're going to beat and they the Detroit Lions by three. They haven't named a starting quarterback that I'm Of course of. they haven't because Matt Nagy's an idiot right now. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions. I, I feel I so bad for Chicago Bears fans right now. Because mm -hmm. I was excited for you. You've really ruined was. a great stadium. You have. You've never had a good quarterback. You finally get a good quarterback. Or you draft one high and he's shit in Mitch Trubisky. Mm -hmm. Then you get another quarterback and your head coach is like not even using him the way that he should. Yeah, I was like, hey, you're really good at this stuff. Sorry, bub, we're not going to do any yeah. of that. You're going to stand right here in this pocket and you're going to look at Miles Garrett straight in the face and say, 
Catch me if you can. And Miles <laughs> yeah. Garrett says, see in half a second. Yeah. Stand in the pocket. Oh, by the way, sorry, our offensive line's terrible. Yep. But help is on the way soon. <laughs> help is on the way. I'm, I am going to take the Lions in this one, though. I, I feel like this is the week where they get their win. I don't know how many they're going to get on the season, but I'll take the Lions in this three points. I, I think they can do it. I, I'm as well, just because of the way I've been talking about it in the last couple of weeks, like I've been saying, it's like they haven't been able to put together a full game. Like if they put together a quarter, put together two quarters. I felt like uh, last week against the Baltimore Ravens, they were able to put again uh, three quarters together. They just, that first quarter form, just they couldn't really get anything going. And then the fact that you lost by a 66 yard field goal, that's just really bad luck. <laughs> like that just, of course, that happens to Detroit as well. I don't think that happens this week playing Chicago. It is in Chicago. Weather Quick report. weather report, 72 degrees. It's going to be a pretty one. Good. And I did see that, I think it was Dan Campbell said that we're going to see more DeAndre Swift in the offense, which I am looking forward they to seeing. definitely should. Really liked him coming out as a draft prospect. And he's questionable as of right now. That's about 10 o'clock in the morning on Friday, October 1st. Spooky season. Who wins this fight between mascots, okay. a lion, an like, actual uh, real lion, uh-huh. or a bear? Completely honest, I think a bear does. Me too. I don't think it's close. Okay. Now, obviously, if it's a pride of lionesses, they win. But I'm saying one-on-one matchup here. Yeah. Oof, Mama Grizzly versus... Uh, a female, male line. Line. a female line? I'd say a male line who's, like, dominant over territory. Yeah. Because that fucker's With that dark pissed. mane. He's pissed. It's like a mama bear protecting her cubs. And you know he's just, like, so like a, pissed a off A mama that he's bear just... wanders into a the lion. lion's territory. Mm-hmm. And With, lion two like, hey, With two cubs. Hey, With two cubs. supposed to be here, bud. Yep. And she's like, come say something about it. Yep. And he's so pissed off. I got he's your walking, bitch ass right and here. And he's spraying piss everywhere because he's like, "This is my territory. It's my territory. You better smell it." The mom of the bear's like, "I got two cubs behind me. You better back the fuck out." Like, I saw Lion King. It was shit. And it was just, shit. That movie sucked. I don't even know the differences in the noise they would make. Like a bear would be like, <laughs> and the lions would be like, <laughs> "Exactly." I'm taking bear all the way though. One hundred percent. Lions just in the game. Though. Swipe his head off. <laughs> That'd be an incredible matchup to watch. What about a panther versus a cowboy? Because that's the next game. Oh, that's a panther all day. Them things are huge. I think Does people cowboy just have a kinda, gun? I think people forget how big panthers really are. If the cowboy has a gun, I'm taking the cowboy. Panthers got dodge that shit. Is man. he? Bro, you seen Tarzan? He didn't have a gun. Granted, he beat the, the leopard. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> hey, uh, wrong storyline. <laughs> <laughs> that movie wasn't even real. Uh, Panthers-Cowboy is <laughs> sneaky good game. No, I don't even think it's a sneaky good game. Uh, that's a really good game for the NFC, trying to figure out who the Panthers are and how good the Cowboys are. Yeah. Cowboys are a four-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. I am going to take the Dallas Cowboys and this one to cover that spread even. They've just played so good in every game, even in their loss to Tampa Bay. Yeah. They were right there in it. Was it was such a close game. And, like, could have won that game if it's not for Tom Brady. Like, it wasn't even that they lost to the Buccaneers. I wonder how many people can say that over the last 20 years. Man, we would have won the game if it wasn't for Tom. Yeah. Everybody in the AFC East. Man, can you imagine how good we would be if it weren't for Tom Brady for those 20 years? The goddamn Jets, man. It's all their fault. Or Aaron Rodgers being like, how many Super Bowls would I have if it weren't for Tom Brady? Or everyone in the AFC. Peyton Manning would probably have like seven. <laughs> Honestly, he might. But I, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I'm, I'm still kind of believing in, in them. With Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. I still think he's a good quarterback. Zeke Elliott kind of got things going last week. 
I think they're finding a rhythm with him and Pollard too, which could be very scary. I know a lot of people worried about those receivers. Those running backs could be one hell of a tandem. Yeah, absolutely. In this game, again, in Dallas, 84 degrees and a dome don't really matter. But one thing that really caught my eye with the spread being a four and a half is that the Dallas Cowboys have been scoring about 30 points a game and allowing 23, which is exactly what the Carolina Panthers have been able to score excuse me, per game is the 23, but their defense is only allowing 10. Granted, they've played Houston, New Orleans, and the Jets, but that game against New Orleans, I felt like they were able to kind of keep Jameis Winston under constant pressure. And Dak, he's been dealing with that a little bit, but like playing Tampa Bay, the Chargers, and Philadelphia this last week, we saw what he looked like without really any pressure being given to him. And against the Chargers, they were only able to win that game by three. So that was with the Chargers getting pressure on Dak. I believe in this Carolina Panthers defense. I do think it's real. They They're just added. Get tested for sure. They absolutely are. And they just added C.J. Henderson. I don't believe he's going to be playing this week just because they literally just made the trade earlier, um, like I said, in the week. But I'm going to believe in Carolina. I don't think they necessarily win this game, but I think they cover it. I think it ends up being another one of these games where Dallas has to win it by a field goal or a last scoring drive, and it puts them up by like three anyways. And so I'm hoping it's a good one. It looks like it's going to be a good one, and uh, I'm rooting for the rooting for the Carolina Panthers here. You're a big, big Panthers guy. I, just, I like everything that's going on for them. I like their coach. I like Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator. Sam Darnold, it's his redemption season of like Adam Gase is not here to fuck this up for me. Let's have some fun. Yeah, and this will be a, a game for him to almost have that breakout mm-hmm. performance. But also on the Cowboys side of things, their young defensive stars are starting to look really good. Boy, Micah are Micah Parsons, Diggs. Yep. Those two. It's especially. Trayvon Diggs, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Brother of Stephon Diggs. Yep. So, I mean, whose son thinks Dak is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, I I like that game. I'll be keeping close eye on it. Uh, this next game, Colts at Dolphins. I don't really care about it. Is Tua playing? I kind of forgot to even look at that. Uh, I think he's on IR, isn't he? Is he going to be out for a bit? I, I Honestly, I, don't, I haven't even looked. I Your mean, guy Carson Wentz, I assume he's playing. He played last week. I don't know if that's good or bad for oh, the Colts. Oh, two spring? Uh but even looking at this game, the Dolphins a two-point favorite. I'm going to take the Dolphins just because I haven't loved what I've seen from the Colts so far this year. And even if it is Jacoby Brissett, I thought he, he looked okay last week when I watched them play. He was able to run around, make some plays. Yep. I, I just, I'll <laughs> bet on Brian Flores in this one. I don't like either one of these teams. I think they're both bad. But I'll take the Dolphins to win it. Yeah, I mean, one they – this is the week for them to kind of figure themselves out. Like, okay, are we? do we actually have something that we can build off here or were we just too excited heading into the season? I'm not seeing actually Tua on the injury report, so I don't know what's up with that situation. They have Jerome Baker, Michael Dieter, and William Fuller are all questionable. And then for the Colts, Carson Wentz, Jack Doyle, Jonathan Taylor are all questionable as well. So that's pretty much going to come down to a game-time decision. I'm going to take the Colts. It is in Miami. They're favored by two, like you said. It's going to be a cloudy 87-degree day. It's going to be a warm one. But I'm rolling. Can they deal with the humidity in Florida? They should be able to. You think Um, so? Because they're professional athletes. (laughs) I was talking to my buddy, Treese, uh, in terms of fantasy for this week because he's a huge fantasy expert, and I'm kind of just starting to dabble into it with some of my takes or ideas and kind of what I see. And he was saying that Jacoby Brissett, it's going to be targeting Mike Gusecki so much more these next couple of weeks with him as the starter because when Brissett was in Indianapolis, his target share to the tight ends was really high. 
So Gusecki's numbers are about to just shoot through the roof. So that's a prediction, something to kind of keep an eye on. I went and picked up Gusecki in actually one of my fantasy leagues because for some reason he was a free agent. So something to keep an eye on there. I am taking the Indianapolis Colts this game, even with Miami favored by two. Is this hope wishful thinking? A little bit, yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> Miami was able to hang in with the Raiders last week. And yeah. I've been praising them all year so far, so there's really not much been able – there's not been much to praise about the Colts. There really hasn't. Which it, is kind of really, aggravating, to yeah, be honest. Because they're not like one of those franchises that I hate. I kind of like them. Mm-hmm. But it's, it hasn't looked good, and that's why I have to stick with the Dolphins, who I, I don't feel very confident in, but I'll, I'll stick with them. This next game is going to be a good one, though. Uh, some old-school – Double tight end, run the football, Browns at Vikings. I'm taking the Browns, who are a a one-and-a-half point favorite. I do think that they are a good team. And Cleveland is probably – or sorry, Minnesota will keep this game close. They've played close in almost every game this year. Uh, So that one-and-a-half point spread, I like it. That's that's very accurate. But I do think that the Browns find a way to win this one. And at one and a half points, it's really just like, who do you think is going to win? Yeah, and I mean, the Minnesota Vikings offensive line is – going to be tested we saw how good that cleveland browns defensive line was last week well we could barely even see um miles Garrett. yeah he's just so, so that's fast. how good he was he's like hey i'm here bam now i'm there mm-hmm. talk about a flash there he is is uh, dalvin cook healthy for this game um i think he is questionable right now i'm not seeing it on the injured either list. way him or uh, i didn't know he was out last week dude i don't know what i missed in terms of like news doing this previewing games yeah have on my fantasy team, didn't even play. I lost by 23 points. <laughs> Matson sitting on my bench, scored 26. Oh, really? Yeah, it was yeah. tough. Well, I, that's what I was kind of hitting at. I lost my freaking grandma in fantasy league because I didn't know Dalvin <laughs> Cook was out. My grandmother. Hey, that's... And she talks massive shit, too. I know that, like, you'll look at, like, people who are the experts. Guess what? They're wrong sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care how much you invest into what you do in sports. Sometimes... You are just going to be wrong. 100%. You know, no matter how much tape or film you watch on a team or a player or you've looked at all the analytics of this, sometimes Gam Gam just kicks your ass <laughs> in fantasy sports. <laughs> gam Gam. <laughs> but I'm, I'm taking the Browns in this one. So this game, it kind of makes me wonder because Cleveland hasn't played a close game. I mean, since week one when they played the Chiefs. That's it. Since then, they played Houston and Chicago. And they sort of dominated Houston. They clearly dominated mm-hmm. Chicago. But Minnesota, like you said, Mel, at the beginning of the show, has been in every single game that they've played so far. And now you're heading into this week, and it's you talking Minnesota. talking yourself into the Vikings? I think I am, mainly just because like it's at, it's at Minnesota, so you do get that home field advantage. It is going to be loud. How does Baker Mayfield handle the noise there? Because he didn't have to deal with it at all in Chicago. And Stefanski is from Minnesota as well, so – Minnesota is used to, you know, defending this type of offense in practice. Right. And so Baker Mayfield is just a better Kirk Cousins. Who does he? I mean, he legitimately, I think, more athletic Kirk Cousins, a stronger arm younger Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Younger, I mean, Who they're is the, the better same guy. I know that I'm uh, not a Baker Mayfield supporter. Um, they do seem like very similar quarterbacks. I feel like I've been hard on Kirk Cousins, but like this year. The dudes answered the call every time. I think they both play better than what their perception is. Yeah. Like, if you say Baker Mayfield, people will think, like, oh, a lot of turnovers, like, whatever. Not really. He plays pretty solid football. And same with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So, like, mentioning Baker Mayfield in the same sentence with Kirk Cousins, that's not an insult. I think Cousins is a very underrated quarterback. I completely agree with you. And another thing to keep an eye on is this Minnesota defense against OBJ. 
how does how does that secondary able to kind of keep him contained in a way? But I'm taking Minnesota with it being there. It's going to be a nice, beautiful 69-degree day in Minneapolis, Minnesota at U.S. Bank Stadium. That is some nice weather that they have there. <laughs> some nice <laughs> Giants at Saints. Saints are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. The Giants, I'm going to lump them in with some of these other teams where I'm just – I don't think they're good. So I'm almost taking – Whoever they play against, I don't care about the points for a while here. I'm sorry, Giants fans. I don't hate your organization. It's time to get rid of Dave Gettleman, though. Like, I know that we talked about it yesterday. Like, when's Joe Judge going to get fired? When is Dave Gettleman going to get fired? Because Seriously. It did kind of feel like over the last couple of years that maybe they were trending upwards. It feels like that peaked and it's done for. Even with Saquon, like him coming back, being healthy, sometimes – isn't really working out. Daniel Jones isn't really taking any steps to progress and become a better quarterback. So I, I think it's almost time to blow things up there in New York, try to start over. Uh, I'm taking the Saints in this one. I guess hopefully you get good Jameis if you're putting money on this one. Um, seven and a half points is a lot, but I still don't. I think things are starting to fall apart in New York. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not calling them the New York Giants anymore. I'm calling them the New York Penguins because they got sacrificed in that division. <laughs> right. Four Penguins walk to the edge of an iceberg, and those four Penguins God. are the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington football team, and the New York Giants. And they go, huh, is there like a seal in the water? I is don't know. Philadelphia just smacks the shit out of the New York Giants-Penguins into the water. Orca I will whale. never understand this analogy. Well, it makes you a lot of sense in my mind. You trying to make penguin work. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not even doing any drugs. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Got my ass. <laughs> you want to talk about not doobies? Not this morning. Doobies? You got some doobies, dog? I'm bringing that word back, by the way. I have never heard <laughs> a grown man use the word doobie. Not in years. I, maybe, honestly, I don't know if I've ever heard it in person until last night. <laughs> I don't know why I said it, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Neighbors like, yo, can you do this for me? Absolutely. I'll compensate you for it. How so? They said a joint. I <laughs> they said my, a joint. What'd you say? <laughs> doobie. <laughs> a doobie. I, like we said the other day, this is a, a weed-friendly podcast. Weed positive. <laughs> weed positive. <laughs> yeah. uh, weed-friendly. Jesus Christ. And we're bringing back... Uh, Bringing back the term doobie. Hey. Smoke a doob. Tell your friends, dog. Yeah, roll a doob. Yeah, bro, you got a dib? <laughs> got a little doobie dib? <laughs> so, doobie not doobie high doobie today, doobie. but I am taking the Saints in this one. I, you going Giants? You going Saints here? Fuck no, I'm not going with the Giants. I just got ate by a damn orca whale. Saints <laughs> sitting there praying for him. What are you talking about? I'm not going for the Penguins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last uh, game that we'll cover here. For the early slate, then we'll get into the afternoon games and the Chiefs game as well. But the Titans and Jets, the Jets, go ahead, throw them. They're another team. Don't <laughs> care what the point spread is. How And how is it only seven? And the thing Titans is, favored by seven in this one. How? Uh, what have you been watching? Tell me you don't watch the Jets without <laughs> telling me you don't watch the Jets. A seven-point spread. Derrick Henry will rush for 200 yards. Find that in a parlay or a prop bet. No shit. I think so. The only reason he doesn't is if they're winning by 30 and they start giving someone else carries. Yeah. But they're I'd, gonna say, jump I'd up. put the over-under at 150 for that, for him. That's probably more realistic, but yeah, I'd take that. The over on it? Mm-hmm. I would. I, I, I do mean, think that for 183 against Seattle. So. That they're going to jump out to an early lead, and once they do that, 
you're not going to start throwing the ball. It's yeah. just, well, better keep feeding Derrick Henry or the other running backs, who I'm not even 100% sure who the other running backs are for the Titans. But it doesn't matter. I was going to say, I don't think it, yeah. Because that's how bad the Jets have been. And with the Jets, you know, I just completely demolished the Giants in that last little bit there. But like, I'm at least rooting for the Jets to figure something out. The Giants, I don't think they have a chance. And going back to that game real quick, the, all their receivers are, like, injured. For the Kenny Jets? Galladay is uh, for the Giants. Oh, really? Kenny Galladay is, is questionable. Darius Slayton is questionable. Evan Ingram is playing. Darius Toney is playing. So it's like, which one of those two guys steps up and makes a difference for the Giants? I don't know if either way it's enough of an impact for that game to even be close. But, like, to go to the Jets – it's kind of a similar situation. I don't know who you can rely on. At least with the Jets, and I'm sitting here thinking, who's the worst team in New York right now? At least with the Jets, there's some promise with your new coach. Yeah, because everything's new. Like, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay, hey, they just need time to figure out how to win in the NFL in their new roles. With the Giants, like, you guys have been in these roles for a minute. Yeah. And you still stink. Like, the Jets blew everything out. better. Last year, fired the coach, mm-hmm. got rid of the quarterback. I feel like the giants are now in that situation where they have to do that so like if i had to pick a franchise to roll with right now i would probably go with the jets over the giants yeah that sounds like i'm high i'm not smoking any doobies bro (laughs) no doobs today (laughs) um but i just i I feel more confident with what the jets are doing yeah i mean literally i never thought i would say that in my lifetime but here we are you're more confident in the jets for this year. Okay. I'm now, if it were like a five-year plan, I still can't bet on the Jets. <laughs> but what they're doing right now. this might be two and a half years <laughs> in, and we're like, man, blow it up again. Yeah, at least with the Jets. Like I'm saying, you feel a little bit confident with like what Robert Sala is. You have Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick. Like, What are the Giants going to do next year? Like Everyone will tell you this the, quarterback class is not good. No, and the Giants are going to have to blow it up and hope one of these free agent quarterbacks comes to them. Yeah, and I, maybe pay Saquon Barkley. Like, Is that your big like optimism plan? Like, oh my gosh, at least we still have Saquon. Yeah, are you going to pay him $20 million? That's not a good idea. That's not good. What is good is Club 609 um, hopped in there, had the nachos on Wednesday night, had the Philly last night. <laughs> Uh, pretty much just making that place home. Are you going there again tonight or tomorrow? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I yet. don't want to say no because like, <laughs> I might. Uh, I haven't had the potato skins in a while, and those are just the appetizers. I also have that two for one drink special. Today is Friday. Uh, you can go in there. I believe they're going back to their normal happy hour, four Today. to eight. Yep. But we'll see what happens. When with they that say one. that they'll forget that it's October first. Mm-hmm. They're like, Sometime. oh, September thirty first. <laughs> It can be a little flexible sometimes with the, just, oh, is it is it a little after eight? Like, eh, we'll still get you in on happy hour. I mean, just don't be a douche and you'll get, you might get a double in your single that you ordered. Yeah, like, oh, man. I'm wink, wink. Accidentally put two on the tab. Whatever. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but tomorrow, Saturday, great happy hour, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Best happy hour in the world, best bar in the world, and great appetizers all at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up, downtown Lube. Mark Edder and the boys pride themselves on getting you in and out. Same business in day. In and out. And they specialize in more than just tires and lube. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Again, that is downtownlube.com.
And the last of the early slate of games is our Kansas City Chiefs at the Philadelphia Eagles. I am excited to watch the Eagles. I'm still kind of, I'm on the bandwagon. I just don't know that there's really, there's not a lot of momentum. We're going real slow, but I still like Jalen Hurts. He was also talking about poop uh, last week, too. I don't know if you caught those comments. I did not. Big poop positive podcast, <laughs> too. He was talking about how when you uh, take a deuce, you don't turn around and look at it. You flush it and you move on. So, like, we're not looking at the past. And you said my penguin analogy was weird. Like, <laughs> brother, we're better than At that. least with his, I get it. Like, yeah, flush it, move on. Had some shit. We're done with it. We're on to Kansas City. But I – Chiefs a favorite by seven points here. This is maybe the first time in a long time I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover the spread. Now, I know we've talked about it before. I was talking to some of our buddies last night about it, too. The Chiefs almost never cover the spread, even when they're winning. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the last 12 games they have not covered. Because well, every time they play somebody, that they get that team is best. Like mm-hmm. Everyone knows this Kansas City. we got to take it up another level. And that's awesome. But at the same time, it's stressful. Because when Kansas City's shooting themselves on the foot, I don't know how many toes they have left to shoot off. But they're, it's getting slim. You know, slim pickings down there with the old toes. So, this game is in Philadelphia. It's going to be a beautiful 77-degree day. I'm also just now seeing the injury report in Orlando Brown Jr. is questionable. Chris Jones is questionable. Frank Clark is questionable. Shocker. And then Sarverius Ward is questionable as well. So, hopefully all those guys are playing. But when you look at the Eagles, they're also – one of their guards is on injured reserve. They're also the Eagles. The, exactly. It's like that's pretty much it. Like no other main starters are, you know, in concern for them. But I am going to take the Chiefs to win this game. They know their backs are up against the wall. Patrick Mahomes said it earlier in a press conference when talking to the media. And this is also Andy Reid's opportunity to win 100 games with the Kansas City Chiefs. He'd be the first coach to do that with two separate franchises because he won, I believe, like 120-plus games with Philadelphia then moved to, to Kansas City. With the Chiefs yep. Right and so, hey, this is a great opportunity for them. I think this is going to be a very emotional game for the Chiefs, especially with the way with how much they respect Andy Reid and want to win this game for him. And this is also a guy who was in the hospital like 7 days ago. They also just they need to Not even the 7 ship. like 5 days ago. They figured it out. I mean, if you come out and you look like shit against the Eagles. Yeah. We gotta start having some bigger conversations about who's in your locker room. <laughs> I think they'll be fine, and I think this defense takes it up a notch cover as the well. Spread though, one hundred percent. You think they cover the yeah. seven? Like points? I said, with this game, with the with as much meaning and emotion that'll be in this game for the Chiefs players for Andy Reid, I think it's going to be like a, we're not letting this guy down. It's not the like meaning or emotions that do it for me, but I do. It's the sense of urgency. Yeah, so we got to figure this shit out and start playing good football again. And so the Eagles. As a Chiefs fan, like the, hopefully the Eagles get it. Like hopefully they just get rolled in this game. Yeah. And, but if not, whew, yeah, you got to start looking at what are we doing with this coaching staff? What are we doing with the defense? Not like it's time to fire people, but like yeah, we got to re-motivate. We got to find some new schemes because what we're doing is not working. Yeah. If you lose to the Eagles, which I don't think they will, but it is uh, obviously we'll be watching that game because we are both Chiefs fans and. I still like Jalen Hurts a lot, so this will be my opportunity to really sit down and watch him play. Um, another game that I already fucked up on Twitter is the Cardinals <laughs> at Rams. I'm, you know that I'm having computer problems, but I feel like I need to like keep reminding our listeners that mm-hmm. like I have to get a new computer. There's like I can't visit any website. 
I can't go to NFL.com. What website did you visit that's not allowing you to visit any other ones, sicko? None of them on my computer, which is why it's more puzzling. If my phone just blew up out of nowhere, I would know why. (laughs) I don't know why my computer is not working. So it's very frustrating for me. Um, I messed up. I said on Twitter, like Cardinals at Chargers. Here's another problem. Why the fuck are there two teams in L.A.? And why are they both like blue and yellow with similar? Yeah, like one's L A R and one's L A C. It's stupid. Opposite ends of the alphabet, but it's still fucking confusing. I'm frustrated. Just move them back to San Diego where they belong. But anyway, this game is the Cardinals at Rams. Regardless, whoever the team is in L A, I'm taking them because I think they're both playing very well. But this is one hell of a game to watch. Uh, we've been looking at the Cardinals, trying to figure out who they are. Rams, uh, four point favorite in this one. I'm going to take the Rams because. Um, I agree with you and your power rankings. How about that one? Uh, I think the Rams are the best team in football right now. And this is a chance for them to kind of further solidify that against the Cardinals and at home. Mm -hmm. Like the Chargers don't have much of a a home field advantage. I do feel like the Rams do. That feels like a Rams town. Yeah, especially if Cooper Cup scores. Touchdown, Cooper Cup! Is that what they do? I think so. They should hire me if they're not, because that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. He scores a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, he does. But uh, so with this game being this, what do we have the spread at four and a half? So you have four. Down? Four. I'm actually taking the Cardinals to cover that. <gasps> I'm not expecting them to win, but at the same time, I think this is going to be one of those interesting games. Thirty-one, thirty-four, something like yeah. that, because they're both right at their top of the division. They both have high-powered offenses. Things are clicking for the Cardinals. With as much emotion that I shouldn't even say emotion, but just like they understand how important this game is. And then when you look at what they're scoring per game, their defenses are pretty much allowing the same where it's 21 Cardinals, 20 Rams. But what their offenses are scoring, the Cardinals are actually scoring more with 34 and the Rams are 31. What's the over under on that game? The over under is 54 and a half. I hope that's the game that we get in our region. I, there are so many good ones. I, we'll get into all these, but Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, Packers. I think they play the same time as the Chiefs. All at the same time. I put the Chiefs down here. They're a noon kickoff. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so I I hope that I get to watch this Cardinals-Rams game. If not, I guess I'll just be tuned into the red zone. Yeah, Channel. I mean, that's what I did last Sunday was watch that Chiefs-Chargers game and then was just got pissed off at the end of it and then was able to kind of keep an eye on the, the Rams and Buccaneers game. As we hit up the old trampoline park for him, it's birthday. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, your boy still got it with the flips. <laughs> Does he? End of the foam pit. As in my nephew or as in my co-host? Your co-host. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll see it when I believe it. Where were you at? You not over there? Uh, my ass Bro, is not getting on so a trampoline. so much air, man. I hit that trampoline and my body said, let's fly. Mm-mm. Dude, I hit a point where I was just like floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to just control myself enough. And I did my flip, and I was like, dude, I'm still up here. That's how high I got. And then I landed it. I have these things called floating kneecaps that are really fucked up and just kind of do their own thing. So a trampoline is, like, almost worse than a bird for me. Terrifying. Because that would just be, like, legit bone on bone the entire Mm -hmm. time. Just boning those things. Nice. I stay away from trampoline. Don't want to knees boning. <laughs> no, that's not a good kind of boning. <laughs> not at all. So back to this Cardinals-Rams game. I think it is going to be a fun one. Like I said, I'm taking the Cardinals to cover the spread, but I want the Rams to win. Yeah, I just want uh, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup to go off. 
Actually, they do. Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> uh, Seahawks at 49ers. I feel like this is a game that a lot of people look at and they're like, oh my God, these are two great teams. I actually don't think they're great. I think that they're maybe good. Hey, uh, you better take it easy on the 49ers, all right? They just lost <laughs> by, like, one second to the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, man, why the fuck do you not put them in the top ten? Yeah. Why not, big country? A lot of people have said that. Yeah, just they a garbage the- list. You blocked me because you didn't like your 49ers being <laughs> one behind the steel. you? Yeah, like, three people were like, you're blocked. I went, look, they did. They blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't block my up, did they? <laughs> that I didn't I'm look at, actually. I'm going to start taking these posts <laughs> off of our Twitter page. Put them on yours. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks in this one, though. How about that one? At San Francisco. San Francisco, a three-point favorite. I'm confident in Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. I think they can win this game. We'll see what happens with Jimmy G. Is he going to play good again? Uh, is Trey Lance going to come in and run the goal line package? I would love to see more. Trey Lance, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they are just using him. Hell, it's like what Florida did when they had Tebow as a freshman. It's like, oh, okay, we're close. Come in. <laughs> yeah. Do it. You're athletic. Just run it in. Yeah, run JK, around players. Tebow pass. Yeah. Uh, so, But I am taking the Seahawks to win this game. I'm a much bigger believer in what they're doing versus what the 49ers are doing. Yeah, and I'm right there with you, honestly. Like, Seattle, they've had a, <laughs> a couple tough games leading up to this one. They, the second half blowout or just – not even showing up in the second half against the Tennessee Titans where Derek Kenny's able to run all over you. And then last week you just got your butt kicked by the Minnesota Vikings. Now you come here, division game. It's time to get everything rolling, time to get things in line. With it being in, I shouldn't even say San Francisco, being where the 49ers play at Levi Stadium, it's going to be an 86-degree day. So It feels kind of warm for this time. That's kind of what I was thinking too, but it's going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. How will the Seahawks I just, handle the heat? We'll the thing with out. the Seahawks, man, they just have to put they have to play a second half of football. They're fine in the first half, but they've got to put together a second half game. I wonder if the like tension with Russell Wilson is still kind of there in the locker room because they have not looked their usual self so far. No, they haven't. Yeah, like something, I don't know. It just doesn't look right. So I wonder if there is. I was like that first week they looked fine because they were just scoring at will against the Colts, mm-hmm. right? And the offense looked great. But now it's just it's even going back. It's like we thought the Colts might actually be pretty good. Though. Uh-huh. Now it's like you weren't very good against you're just them. dealing with injuries. And your offensive line looks like garbage. Yeah. So I mean, Tyler Lockett is questionable. DK Metcalf is questionable. Rashad Penny questionable. D. Eskridge is questionable as well. It's like my God, every receiver you got. Chris is Carson probably surprisingly not on that list. I mean, George Kittle. I think he missed practice this week. Um, he is questionable. Elijah Mitchell is questionable uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. With the 49ers, I just assume everyone's questionable. I mean, at some point in the year, they all are. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Kyle Shanahan's dealing with it. Probably like, not. That well. would be the, he looks constantly stressed out. I, I know he's a say, coach in the NFL, mm-hmm. but he looks more stressed out than the rest. Like of he them. seems like the type of guy that wants everything to go perfectly, and he yeah, has perfection plan, mm-hmm. and he has everything set in a way. It's like if you just. Do what I ask will be fine. And the moment that they don't, he just explodes. Right. It reminds me of like a high school coach in their first year where it's like, I'm going to micromanage everything, and if it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. I'm going to have this vein in my neck that's just popping out, and it might explode. I might die on the court, but that's just how much I care for my team. That's like what that, I feel like Kyle Shanahan is at times. Like a teacher that comes in and you're a student, like they're having a good day, everything's going well, and then one student says some shit, and like that teacher loses it on everyone. Yep. It's like days ruined. Everyone sucks. I was now. the student that ruined it for everyone on accident because I, I feel like I just. Make I it. hope I was never that teacher. 
I don't think I was. Oh. I, I do a, a very good job of, like, compartmentalizing who I'm angry at. It's like, okay, you fucked up, so, like, you go sit over there. I hate it when the but entire other class. people, I, I'm good with you. I hate the whole, with like, hey, we one person gets punished on this team, all of us are punished. I was uh-huh. like, no, I'm not the one that skipped class. I don't want to run laps around the uh-huh. field. There was one kid that, like, got in a fight. He had to stand on the pitcher's mound, and the rest of the team had to run laps around the field. Oh, I've had coaches do that. And too. I'm just like... The one fucker that messed up is not getting any punishment right now. You think he feels bad? Yeah, it probably sucks. He's got to watch his team run. He's got no physical pain right now. And my ass is on my 10th lap of a baseball field. I, when I was in junior high, we were playing, uh, practicing one day, and this other kid accused us of stealing his glasses out of his backpack. It was like it was the end of practice. We were getting ready to, like, go home, be done for the day. Mm-hmm. And this kid said he couldn't find his glasses. He's like, I know the eighth grader stole them. The coach brought us back out. We had to put our pads back on. And he said, we're running until he finds his glasses or until somebody brings them forward because he was convinced that we stole them too. Well, he ran us all practice. And then at like 6 o'clock, it was like, you guys can go home. If we don't have his glasses again tomorrow, we're going to do it. So we showed up the next day. As soon as practice started, we just started running again and again. And, you know, finally he's like, you know, we're not stopping this until somebody brings those glasses. And we're like, Coach, nobody stole his glasses. And he tells the kid to go back and look in the locker room, look in his backpack again, and we're still out there running. And then that kid comes out, and he's like, I found my glasses. They're in my backpack. We spent two days of running at practice because this kid said we stole his glasses. And then to come out and find them, it's like, buddy, it, things did not go well for him. I was going to say, you had to either kill him in practice, like, legally with pads yeah. on, or it's like, now we're actually going to steal your glasses. Because yeah. the coach isn't going to believe you right. anymore. Little Oklahoma drill that day. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You're the ball carrier Yeah, now. Offensive line, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoops, did I forget to block? Hey, he's going left, I'm going right. See ya! <laughs> it, it wasn't even a left-right situation. It was offensive linemen just split. <laughs> they just, like, removed themselves from the drill. Yeah. Football's fucked up sports. Well deserved, man. It's well deserved. I'd be Sorry. pissed. Not something that I'm proud of, but it definitely uh, it did happen. Uh, the Ravens and Broncos, though. The Broncos are a one point favorite in this game. I was very shocked to see that this morning, but I, I guess it kind of makes sense that it's at Denver. Mm-hmm. Denver's undefeated so far, but I am still going to pick the Ravens in this game. But I will say. I will start believing in the Broncos if they beat the Ravens. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually going to take them to win this football game and cover. Like I've been saying about the, the Ravens, yep, lately, there's just too much pressures on Lamar Jackson right now. And with him not practicing this week due to being sick or just the rest, which is absolutely deserved, you're only favored by one in Denver. And the wins that you've been getting lately have been – very beneficial for you. And it's kind of one of those deals like Detroit, you kick 66-yard field goal. That's awesome. Kansas yeah. City, you got a late turnover. That's cool as well. We look at the Broncos, like, you haven't really played anybody. No, but they're rolling high right now, and they feel very confident in everything that they're doing, and things are clicking. That defense is still good. It very yeah, much Secondary, is. very talented. And like that's going to be an issue for this Ravens team because even with Rashad Bateman coming in this week and Sammy Watkins still playing, you're going to have to rely on Mark Andrews to make enough plays. And not drop the ball. Exactly. And the Broncos have the guys to cover every single one of them. Yeah, and, and they, they know how to game plan against too. and right. they know how to game plan against Sammy Watkins. Yeah. The Broncos do. So it's like, I don't think you're crazy. 
I'm still going to stick with the Ravens, but yeah. I, I will not be surprised if Denver wins that game. But, I also want to see Justin Tucker try for like a 68-yard field goal. Oh, in Denver? How did yeah. I not even put that together? 72 degrees is what it's going to be. So it's going to be a beautiful fucking day for it. Just line him up. Let him do it, man. Seriously. Third and 20. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. We're kicking him. <laughs> Just <laughs> in case the snap's bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to do it. I hope he gets that opportunity. Can you imagine if he hits a 66-yard game winner and then the next week is like, nope, I'm good from 70 from here. That'd be insane. It's Justin Tucker, so it won't even be 70. It'll be 69 yards. You know he's going to be doing it warm warm-ups <laughs> and everyone's going to be watching him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I like they be. already do. It's like a batting practice in baseball. Like, you show up to see that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I always want to go in early to games like when we go, and it's like because I want to be able to see the players warm up and kind of do their thing. And it's like, well <laughs> – We've got a whole thing of moonshine here that needs drinks. We're not going in the stadium. <laughs> For me, most of the time, it's like, why is everybody cleaning up? Oh, yeah, there's a game. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, I know what you <laughs> What time is it? Where I think I asked I? that the last time. I was like, what time is it? It's 3 o'clock. Guys, we got to go into the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, another game here for you, the Steelers at Packers. Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I'm feeling the Packers on this one. I don't love what I've seen from the Steelers so far. That that Packers defense is going to be able to get after Big Ben. He's not going to be able to get mobile. No, he's not I, mobile at all anymore. It's going to be, I think, a bad day for him. Rashawn Gary has played pretty well for the Packers. The Smiths have played very well, too. I think that this is going to be a very, very long day for Ben Roethlisberger. However, probably another good day for Najee Harris. He's, been, he's not going to have time to throw downfield. I think we're going to see a lot more dump-offs. Uh, even like screens, just trying to get Najee Harris involved in the passing game. So I, I think it'll be a good day for him fantasy-wise. But I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers to cover the six-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah, and I am as well right there with you. It's going to be a nice, cloudy, 70-degree day I bet that's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Beautiful. A lot of people have been like, I've been doing more podcast hits and things like that with other people. And people always ask, like, what's the best tailgate spot? I've been thinking about Wisconsin so much lately. And it was like a week ago or so, I had like the memories pop up from like uh-huh. Snapchat and Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And it's just such a beautiful place to be. I know your college team sucks right now in Madison, but I even told somebody on Twitter, it's like, your team's bad, but you ain't losing. You got the beer, the cheese, and beautiful and people in you got Madison. The beer, the Wisconsin. cheese, and the girls. What's <laughs> exactly. Up? Like, you will be fine in Madison, and the Packers will be fine. On Sunday, I'm taking them six and a half points. I'm right there with you. I don't know how much more to add to that. I, I just think Big Ben. I do wonder if this is the week where everyone looks at Big Ben going, okay, you should have retired. Like the, We're all kind of questioning it. There's some people like that know deep down, but they're not well, saying it. I think this is the week that Mike Tomlin questions that. I would not be surprised to see one of these other quarterbacks come in. This game? Mm-hmm. Maybe Especially if he's half, taking some hits. Quarter, yeah. I think if he's taking some hits, Big Ben might remove himself from the game ankle like, yeah like oof, you landed on her shoulder yeah i know that's how much the ankle hurts i also wonder at what point does he get like kind of embarrassed about the way he's playing you thought he would have been last year mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. look good i think the only reason he came back is because they went like 11 weeks of not losing a football game right and then his awful performance in the playoffs of course you don't want to go out that way losing to cleveland in the playoffs i mean it's, it's not getting better though <laughs> it's really not and like that's tough man like you want to be able to control the narrative and how you get to leave, and mm-hmm. you, you don't get to in this situation. Not everybody gets to, except for this uh, next game that we have. 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is this a big storyline game? Uh, I don't understand the Bucks Patriots. There's not a rivalry there. No, it never has been. It's not in conference, not in division. Is it because maybe like Buccaneers are Pirates and Patriots? You know, like maybe yeah. the mascot duel type of deal. Something with Boston. Who would and win Pirates? in real life mascot? Like we talked about Bears and Lions earlier. What about a Buccaneer and a Patriot? Well, because um, Buccaneer, do they have a gun? Last time I checked, I'm American, so I'm taking the Patriots. <laughs> Patriots over all of them. Over all mascots. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. you got nothing to say. That. I it's, don't. I'm trying you can't to think because of like, even if you say anything, you sound anti-American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way of like, well, I'm actually I or Scottish and Ireland. So it's like, I don't even know. I don't know where you're going. This is like either. another penguin take. But in real football. One, let's just, yep. Obviously, the big storyline is Tom Brady going back to New England I'm taking the Buccaneers in this one. They're just not on the same level as the Patriots right now. I am very much so looking forward to watching this game, not because of, oh, Tom Brady back in New England, whatever. Like I don't care. But what I do want to see is how Belichick schemes against Tom Brady. We've yep. never seen that before. And how Tom Brady responds to what Belichick is going to throw at him defensively. I do think that will be very exciting to watch. But I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think that they will cover the seven points even. Ooh, even in New England, eh? Yep, even in New England. I do think their defense a... is good, but uh -huh. I just I don't think that they're remotely close to what Tampa Bay is doing right now. And it's going to be a beautiful 73-degree day in Foxborough, Massachusetts, so mm. that's going to be a good one. I'm taking Tampa to win this game and cover as well, but like you mentioned with the defense, and I was thinking about this um, – on my way to get breakfast this morning, extremely hungover, was how does Bill Belichick game plan against Tom Brady in the second half? Because Brady's going to know how to handle Belichick's defense. Like They were together for way too long. He understands that. He knows all of his tricks. But it's always the second-half adjustments from Bill Belichick that give quarterbacks trouble and give other teams trouble. So how is it kind of one of those deals where it's the in-game transition not necessarily confusing them at the line of scrimmage and then after the snap, but like just entirely different game plan going into the different half. Mm -hmm. Or is Tampa's offense so good that that's not even going to be an issue? And I know that we float out some conspiracy theories on this show. I do wonder if Belichick has been hiding some things up his sleeve for this game. Yeah. I think that he is petty enough to be like, we're not going to show our full offense until Tampa Bay. Like I, Mac Jones can be the starter, but we're going to keep the training wheels on until Tampa Bay. And then we will unleash everything that we got. I would love to see New England win this football game. And that's the first time I've ever said that in my life. <laughs> I, I also think that with Belichick, I would not be surprised if he comes out with something entirely new defensively. <laughs> like, like he did against the Rams in the Super Bowl, where it was just uh, the Kurt Warner, Warner Rams, where he had like one down defensive lineman. It's like, here, here's a defense no one's ever seen before. <laughs> Like he'll come Texas out. Did you go I form? <laughs> yeah, right. Like formation. He, he might have something crazy in store for this game, and I I will buy into a little bit of the conspiracy that maybe New England hasn't shown their full playbook or what they're really capable of yet, because I wouldn't put it past Belichick saving it for this game. Watch we come out of this game and like, dude, Mac Jones is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah, Brady that throws like four lot. interceptions. Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, he's done it before, though. Like, he's been benched in Kansas City. I think it was like a Monday night game or something like that. Yeah. Crowd went nuts. Dude got benched. We haven't really seen him struggle this year either. I know it's very early, but with Brady, I mean, last year he had some struggles. Uh -huh. 
haven't had a, a Brady struggle game yet. Of course, it might happen here against Bill Belichick. Might uh, definitely be watching that game on Sunday night. But that's it for us today. Don't forget about our two last sponsors, Manscaped. Use Miked Up 20. Get yourself a new trimmer. Or my personal favorite is their ball deodorant. Definitely check that out. I know that it's not exactly hot outside anymore, but it's always good to have that stuff around big country. I know you love the spritz. Oh, yeah. A little, give yourself a little, a little daily refresher. Yeah, revive that puppy. Exactly. And, of course, our great sponsor at Roper Kia. Go in there if you're local to Joplin or, you know what, it's going to be beautiful this weekend. If you're in the listening area, come on down, tell them Mike Up sent you, and they'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. $1,000? 